T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Danny Meringue. And then I went to this movie theater. This is that I made a noise like this. Dusty Hera. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I'm beginning to like this kid, Mike. <laughs> this is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. Are you The fan. Welcome back. Hour number two. Danny and Dusty with you. Coming up at 1.30 today, we've got Ryan Horvath, our BetQL Network Insider. Uh, BetQL Network Insider is brought to you by BetMGM. Uh, Horvath, the host of BetMGM Tonight podcast. So um, he's going to join us at 1.30. Uh, get your gambling questions in. Fan text on 503-250-1080. All right. Um, we have the final regular season college football playoff rankings released yesterday and uh we'll go through 25 no <laughs> <laughs> all 25 uh no but of note here is uh in, in the college football playoff rankings uh Oregon State making a huge jump and rightfully so man huge leap yeah up 6 spots to 15 and um there is a lot of reasons for that one they beat Oregon and Oregon falls back one spot behind them at 16th uh, the Pac-12 has now six teams all in the top 17 in the country. UCLA at 17, Oregon 16, Oregon State 15, UW up to uh, one spot to 12th. Uh, they are behind. I don't. I'm. This is very just hard to kind of follow and the, wrap your head around. The that doesn't make sense here. They are behind Utah, which is 10 and or nine and three on the year. UW 10 and two. Uh, Utah is 11th, and then, um, as expected, USC with the carnage that happened in front of them, they're up to fourth. Six teams in the top 17, that's a damn good comeback for the Pac-12. Fantastic. We were talking about this yesterday. I said, hey, do you think Oregon State can make it into 18 and make yeah. it to where they've got six teams in the top 18, so they got a third of the top 18 is theirs? I was more wondering if UCLA would move at all because of carnage around them just around them yeah to see if they maybe getting pushed back or slid down yeah. a little bit or whatever but no they moved them up at one spot as well the pac-12 got some respect put some respect on the pac-12's name well um one thing that the committee is really good at is making college football fans very upset and uh, they did it again they did it once again uh georgia the number one team in the land Number two, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Number three, TCU. Mm-hmm. All three of those teams. Undefeated. Undefeated. They should be one, two, three. Um, and then USC is fourth. I don't think anybody is griping about the top four right now. No, it's where it gets five, six, and it gets a little uh, interesting. But I don't understand why people are upset about one, five and six. Now, I noticed that uh, old Reese Davis asked Boo, what's his name, Boo Corgan, mm-hmm. uh, on there, you know, if... Ohio State in Alabama, what would happen this week if one could jump the other or any movement there? It's like, no, why Why would that happen? They're not playing. There's, I'm nothing, s- that, there's nothing that could switch Ohio State and Alabama at this time. And uh, 
they should do the full disclosure. Reese Davis, Alabama alum. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm surprised Ohio State didn't fall further. Are you? Yes. They got the brakes beaten off them. The one good team they played this year at no. home beat them royally. They have one loss. The one who good do you put, team. Who do you put above them? Who do you put above them I think as a one-loss team? I think you can make the argument for Alabama above them. I think you can even make the argument for Tennessee above them. Tennessee without Hendon Hooker, their their quarterback well, tore his ACL I, again. <laughs> he's gone. They, they won't because he's out. But <laughs> and they shouldn't no. because he's out. They beat. No, they have wins over Notre Dame. They beat Penn State. So which I, which is a currently the eighth ranked team in the country at ten and two. I feel like the the Big Ten is um, vastly overrated this year. Okay, but they have one loss. I, and everybody else, uh, the, who is Alabama? Alabama, has Alabama's a win both over. their losses are both their losses are what? In the last possession, okay, on the road, okay. But they've also lost twice. Fair. Their best win though is don't talk about losses. Talk about best win though, because the Alabama the best win for Alabama is Ole Miss, which is ranked at the time eleven. They're not ranked. Not that ranked, is no. that is that is the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Alabama has beaten Mississippi State, okay, which is Arkansas, ranked twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay, out. So they have a win over the twenty fourth ranked team in the country. A and M. And then Texas. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not so, even an Alabama I mean, guy. It just. Well, I was I know, surprised but, but, but to see this a is, team lose. But this is where we go to. Like, Texas is ranked 20th. Mississippi State is ranked 24th. Mm-hmm. They're a two-loss team. Ohio State has lost one time, albeit decidedly, but to the number two team in the country. And that is it, though. That's their only loss that they've had all season long. Now, this is where the, the committee does a really good job of making people upset is because you say the Big Ten's vastly overrated. They are. They, they, this is the thing about the committee is that, these rankings are all made so they're always right. Because, tell me, should Kansas State be ranked 10th in the country? Because Kansas State, they don't have, I mean, they have three losses to the three best teams they've played. They've played Tulane, Mm -hmm. they lost that game. TCU, they lost that game. Texas, they lost that game. Oklahoma State, no longer uh, ranked at all. And they... I mean, is it that the only reason that you can justify them being in the top 25 is because, or in the top 10, not the top 25, yeah. but in the top 10 is because they play in the Big 12 championship game, mm-hmm. and that'll prop up TCU. Here's my question. And it'll make it so if TCU loses that game, they, you, they can justify it by saying, well, TCU beat them before, and look, they have a loss in conference championship weekend after a perfect season to the number eight team in the country, so we're not going to penalize them. I think that any of those top three teams, whether it's Georgia, Michigan, or TCU, they are not going to fall out if they lose. And that is why you bump up Kansas State right there. I I get that. USC has a potential here for winning and going on to the Pac-12 title game. If they lose that game, it will cost them. Absolutely. Which is hilarious considering Ohio State won't have that opportunity. Absolutely. It, it doesn't make any sense. In that. There is a punishment here <laughs> for both TCU and USC because I can see the argument for TCU getting bumped out. See, I don't think TCU will because of the fact that they're 12-0 and and then you're splitting hairs over one-loss teams and you can sit there and you can say over any of the other one-loss teams that you go, all right, USC – has a one one loss. If they if they lose this one, then you have two losses to the same team. The same team, yeah. and then you can be like, all right, justified out. Even though I think Michigan would beat Ohio State again, but and that's kind of my point. And this is the whole thing is that these four teams should be the four, regardless of what happens. They really should. It should be this four. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at with this. But the reality of it is that if USC loses. They're probably going to be out. No, and they're, everybody they're, else wins. They're probably going to be yeah, out. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I don't disagree one bit. And this is this is why the twelve team makes so much more sense going forward. Mm-hmm. Is so you 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 look yeah. at where the cutoff would be right now would be Washington would be the first team out. Yep, Washington would be out because Tulane would be in. Mm-hmm. 
uh, as the group of five team uh, most deserving. And uh, if you want to take a look at what those what that would look like, Ohio State would be hosting uh, right now. Ohio State would host TCU. Or excuse me, Tulane. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in for that. Alabama hosting Utah. Hell yeah, give me more of that. Mm-hmm. Kansas State, Tennessee would be a meh. Hosting Clemson. Yeah, that I, would be fun. That would the, the Tennessee Clemson one would be a good one. I know that wouldn't work, but Tennessee Clemson. Yeah, if obviously Hooker was healthy. Hooker. Yeah, the, the the battle of the Orange, South Carolina, Tennessee. There, like that's. ACC SEC cross match that would be a fun yeah. matchup. The uh, this is one I would just I don't understand, and this is why don't get too wrapped up in the rankings because look teams like Mississippi State and um, you know Notre Dame only falling six spots, being eight and four, Texas moving up three spots. The back end of all of these rankings, all of that is is to prop up the teams in front, and that's what the top ten is. I have a feeling like we're talking about this ranking right now. When they move to 12 teams, it will look nothing like this. No. It will look absolutely nothing like this. They won't feel the need to prop up Kansas State or Utah this high. Washington would be in, mm-hmm. in a 12-team playoff. I have a feeling that you you may see a conversation uh, for Florida State and Oregon State. At, or Oregon at 9-3. and three at to Being be, in there. Being in that 11-12 yep. range. You know, because where they're going to start propping teams up is they're going to start propping up the group of five team a little bit higher in in Tulane because they know that the group of five teams gonna get in there. Yeah, they're gonna get in no matter what. So don't bump anybody out. Yep. Put Tulane at twelve no matter what. So I think that's where the manipulating is going to happen. This is why, like, this is such a fun year to be talking about the twelve team playoff because usually we've had four teams where it's clear cut and yeah. then it's just kind of everybody else. No, this we year, have a legit conversation, yeah. man. Do you think if this was if this was a twelve team playoff this year, mm. that you would have an unlikely title winner? No, because I think Georgia is that good. <laughs> I think okay. they are that good, especially as they're getting healthy. Now it'll be interesting to see without Nolan Smith what they're what they look like on the edges against elite teams. Uh, but I I think we would have a lot of chaos. I but, do believe like we would have some teams that whole rest over rust mm-hmm. thing. Because you would have a bowl break, then a and then you you get those teams that play on campus. Mm-hmm. They get used to the nerves, and then they go to the next one, and that is a long time you off. Get for two those and a half teams. weeks for those other teams. That's a yeah. I mean, the thing is, they would be healthy mm. or healthier for sure. You're basically almost getting three weeks yep. off. Yep. But again, the whole rest versus rust idea behind it. How. Much do you value one over the other? But I, I, I genuinely believe when we move to twelve teams, we're going to get, we're going to get weird. Yeah. All right. Do you, uh, do you want to hear what Vegas thinks of the college football playoff? Yeah, I want to hear what Vegas thinks because uh, the uh, ESPN, what is it, FPI predictor, just pisses yeah. me off. Well, Vegas just put out lines, and it involves having Ohio State, USC, Michigan, TCU, and Georgia lines all in there. Okay. Um. We we can start with Ohio State and and seeing where that how Vegas feels about these the the Ohio State Buckeyes. If they were to play Georgia in a four one matchup, Georgia would be favored by over Ohio State by five points. Duh. Okay, <laughs> give Neut- me Georgia the five neutral site, <laughs> all neutral sites. Uh-huh. This is according to Brett McMurphy. Uh huh. Um, so Georgia is a five point favorite over Ohio State. Uh, Georgia, it would be a 13 and a half point favorite over USC. Georgia would be a 10 point favorite over Ohio, uh, TCU, and they would be a four and a half point favorite over Michigan right now. So if you were to play Ohio State and Michigan again, Vegas would have that as a pick 'em game. <laughs> what? Yep. Yep. Michigan would be a nine point favorite over USC. And a five and a half point favorite over TCU. Okay, TCU would be a three and a half point favorite over USC if they played, and Ohio State would be a five point favorite over TCU, and an eight and a half point favorite over USC. 
according to <laughs> Brett McMurphy of the Athletic Wow. So there is not – Ohio USC would not be favored in any games against any of the teams uh, of the five kind of remaining, in, quote, unquote, in the hunt. Uh, they would be a 13.5-point underdog to Georgia, a 9-point underdog to USC, an 8.5-point – or, excuse me, Michigan – an eight and a half point underdog to Ohio State, and a three and a half point underdog to TCU. Not giving USC or the Pac-12 any love there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And Ohio State would be favored in every in every matchup except for Georgia, and it's a pick 'em against uh, Michigan, the team that took them to the woodshed. Now that game was a lot. I, the taking to the woodshed that one got out of hand as in the, the game quarter. as the game went on a little bit further. But it wasn't like it was, was a a blowout. It was in the second quarter. It was twenty to seventeen at halftime. Ohio State led <laughs> at halftime. Michigan was getting big plays. It was the fourth the quarter where it fell apart. Higher game. The the fourth quarter is where it fell apart um, for Ohio State, and their defense just w- went to Jello. Um, I mean, went to Jello all game. Y- yes, but it, they also had you know three hundred yards in the first half. And their defense just at in the it completely crapped out in that fourth quarter, twenty-one to three in the fourth. Boom, game set match like that. That was it against oh, the Michigan, Michigan. Beat them in their own house. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about against it. Against a Michigan team that was yeah. shorthanded. Yeah, and this would that'll be the interesting part about all of this this conversation of how Vegas kind of views USC in the Pac-12 is how much does the committee listen to that? How much is the committee kind of listening to because they have every metric they could imagine sure there they don't have vegas in their ear but they have every metric that vegas uses to set their lines as well and i'm wondering if that's what's kind of been holding back you know usc all this time Mm -hmm. is that those are the lines that vegas that that they're given brett mcmurphy is that hey this isn't really close even what's gonna be interesting is for USC specifically, they need a style points win. Yeah. To really drive it home against Utah. Yeah. And I said, if you play that if you replay that game after that game, I said, if you play that game at a neutral site, mm-hmm. USC wins that game. Yep. They have an opportunity to go do that. Let's go. Let's go. As a USC guy, I couldn't ask for more. They eight. Hey, this is this is a great finish to the year. Pac twelve is in a place where they have been wanting to be for a really long time. And the thing that is ter- should be the most terrifying is that Utah is the is the one team that's there. Because they can. That is the team that you see. And did you see the uh, quote from Kyle Whittingham yesterday? Because I, it, as a USC fan, I'd be worried about this one from Kyle Whittingham. Uh, he said... Oh boy, he was talking chips on shoulders, which is terrifying. We love we love the chip on our shoulder. Nobody's given us a chance, and we seem to thrive in that capacity. Mm. <laughs> I will say this: the one thing I'm glad about is that at, at last check, only seven percent of the total gate had been sold to Utah fans. It's a short drive from LA to SC, or from LA yeah, to Vegas. Lot, yes, that is going to help tremendously. Yes. Too. But Utah travels well. They do travel well, but as of right now, they aren't traveling too well. All right. Uh, tickets are expensive, too. 177 bucks a pop. Yeah, on average. Yeah. That's good. The most expensive Pac-12 title game on record so far. Now they've got to finish this bad boy off. Oh, weird. People want to go to Vegas, not Santa Clara. Mm. Huh. Well, Who defunct that, Larry they Scott? Might, they also might want to see USC. <laughs> Just, you know, throwing that out there. Yeah, well, happens when you suck for that long. Oh, they might want to go see a Heisman Trophy winner. Oh! <laughs> 503-250-1080. I love that. <laughs> um, worst day on the web. Ryan Horvat at one thirty. so we're bumping up our worst day. This is a goodie. You're going to have to get your listening ears on. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Uh, this is the song on all the uh, commercials everywhere. Everywhere. All right. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I, know, I know what it is now. R.I.P. Okay, uh, we have got our worst day on the web today. This is a good song, though. It's got a, like, a happy feeling to it. Our worst day on the web comes to us um, from Root Network. So the uh, Kraken were up there. They're playing up in uh, Seattle. And they had a game last night in uh, L.A. against the Kings where they won 9-8. to But at the uh, second intermission, the score was 8-6. to the Kraken were leading the Los Angeles Kings. Goals, 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 baby! And the goal. over was five and a half. By the way, was it really? Yeah, they hit it like in the first period. Oh my goodness! Well, they went to the the booth for the uh, the halftime intermission, and boy, it got a little dicey there for the second intermission um, when the commentators came on to discuss what they saw. In that uh, first and second period. Ross Fletcher, Allison, they can. <laughs> Obviously. I Obviously. Mean, I don't know. What's going on here? There's no structure. This is shitty hockey. I don't know. Enjoy it, I guess. Oh. Sure. Wow. Oh. Apologies for that. This, <laughs> this is crazy. Now, there's a twist because Allison got raked over the coals for that. <laughs> And I saw the panic in your eyes on that because I sent Rust a text message, and this was fantastic, uh, that I was like, I want to see Danny's actual reaction to that. Because I think what everybody hears is what you just heard there, okay? But that is not what Allison said during the broadcast. She said shinny hockey. What they were playing was shinny hockey. Oh, my God. Do you know what shinny hockey is? No. It's pickup hockey. It's pickup hockey, and you play with like smaller sticks and a small goal. Thus, you get hit in the shins, calling it shinny hockey, where there's no wow. real set rules. They were playing pickup hockey, shinny hockey. So the panic, and Alice was on social media like, I didn't say it. Take a listen again, and and now that you know what is said. Listen when she says what kind of hockey they were playing. Ross Fletcher, Allison, they can. <laughs> Obviously. I Obviously. Mean, I don't know. What's going on here? There's no structure. This is <laughs> shitty hockey. I don't know. Enjoy it, I guess. Sure. Wow. Apologies for that. This, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> she got her co-host, too. She got her co-host. It's close, man. It's an, it's an N. It's it's with an N, and 
hockey people they know. She tweeted out almost immediately because obviously her co-host was like, "Did you know what you said?" Um, it says, "People, shinny hockey is a thing. Calm down." And I went and I was like, "Okay, is this super niche? No, like it's it's big where they play hockey, and everybody freaking out over here. We just obviously don't know hockey all that well." So I like hockey. I've never, I just never. I'm, I'm not a pond hockey guy. So yeah. I've just never heard that phrase. She got uh, dragged on the old social medias. And so for the worst day on the web, can we help out Allison here by saying shinny hockey? Shinny hockey. All right? Yeah. Don't, don't, it also was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it was fun hockey. I, more goals is better. Listen, man, if I go to a game and I get a 15 goal of Palooza, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take this person's word for it. Apparently the Kraken, 10-1-1 in November. Look at that. Crackhouse is rocking. Six-game win streak currently. We've got a Crackhouse uh, in Seattle, and we've Let's got one go. right here in uh, downtown Portland. Mm, well, which one? Ours. Oh. Um. <laughs> Let's go to rest with Sports Center. <laughs> Come on down, get your rocks. Uh, shinny hockey. Mm. All right. Shinny. It's a type of pickup hockey. Over under Horvat ever hearing of shinny hockey before because he's a, he's a Midwestman Northman. Oh, I bet he knows what it okay. is. Well, I so bet we'll, he knows. We'll, we'll ask, ask him. him after Rust with Sports Center. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. On the line now, we have the host of Pet MGM tonight, our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider calls brought to you by Bet MGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on Bet MGM app. Also, be sure to check out Bet MGM tonight podcast for more of Ryan Horvath's analysis. Just search Bet MGM wherever you find your podcast. Horvath, how you doing on this Wednesday? I'm doing good, kind of, actually. I've been out this week with the flu. I caught a little uh, influenza A somehow, which we still don't really know how I caught it. But I caught it, then my son caught it. Luckily, my wife, uh, she's she's still in the clear. But uh, I'm heading back to work tomorrow, and I've actually never uh, looked forward to heading back to work more. Brutal, That man. sounds rough, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Does that coincide with, uh, does, it, does, it, does it kind of hit the bloodstream when Notre Dame gets their butts handed to them by USC? Wow. Or? Right. How, how, how does that work? Wow. Right out the gate. <laughs> yeah. Is that hey, what made you hey. sick? Is that how you got it? Hey. Guys, it, no, 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 no. The, the Packers have made me you know, actually. The Packers have made me sick. Notre Dame, they've actually been a pleasant surprise. And USC, again, I've given them props, man. Much better. I mean, especially when you guys are allowed to hold nine. <laughs> hey, what do you think that money's for, baby? Uh, I love it. No, but I mean, I hey, I, I'll tell you this though. Um. This weekend, I got the perfect opportunity where I don't have to lose any money because I do think USC proved to be the real deal. I think they're heading to the college football playoff, and I'm almost rooting for it. I don't think anybody could beat Georgia this year, but I think it would be really fun if we could see Caleb Williams and that that offense Mm -hmm. because I've fallen in love with Caleb Williams. He's going to be the Heisman. If we could see them against that Georgia defense, I think that would be a good game. I think it would at least least be interesting, and it works for me because – all the fluky stuff goes down this weekend, and now we get Utah in the Pac-12 championship game again, and I just think that that team's so beat up. Cam Rising, he's playing at like 70% right now. So I think USC wins, but I had that Utah plus 400 and plus 280 ticket to win the Pac-12. Now I have the per- perfect hedging opportunity where if anybody else has this opportunity, you just take USC on the money line, man, and you at least get your $150 back or whatever you put down. You know, what do you what do you make of this championship weekend in college football and – 
I mean, lines are kind of outrageous when you think of conference championship week in Michigan is 16.5-point favorites over Purdue. Georgia's 17.5-point favorites over LSU. I mean, the two close games that you got are the Big 12. Um, and- I'm not going to bet a whole lot this week, which is crazy because yeah. I love college football. But, I mean, all these lines are so tight and, and, and again. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like USC a little bit on the money line, but that's a big price. I just I don't think the spread should be three, even with all those injuries for Utah. I mean, they always play tough. That's a tough team. Um, and I, I would like to take Kansas State, you know, as the dog. But I've been betting against TCU. They're 9-2-1 and one against the spread this year. So betting against Sonny Dykes this year has not made anybody any money. So what I'm doing <laughs> is getting creative. I went to LSU, Georgia, and I bet it on the opener, so I did get like a minus 15. But right now, you know, we've gotten all the way to 18, and Georgia's good, but I don't want to lay that kind of number. But I have some concerns for LSU because, you know, Jaden Daniels is beat up right now. He's injured, and now he's going against that Georgia pass rush. Mm -hmm. And if he isn't featured on quarterback design runs or he's not able to scramble out of the pocket, I don't know how they keep this game close. And so what I'm going to do is actually just take Georgia in the first half. It's nine and a half in some spots. It's at 10 right now at BetMGM. And I think what they do is they come out of the gate and they put some points on the board. I think they're going to be able to run the ball against LSU because they're outside the top 100 stuff in the run. And then that'll open up the play action. And I think Stetson Bennett and all those tight ends, they'll be able to score some points. I just don't like laying big numbers with Georgia because in the second half, they're really boring. I, like I keep saying this, they're the, most, they're, the, they're the best team in the country and they mm-hmm. have been for two years, but they're so boring to watch. Like growing up, we had like those Miami teams, you know, even Oregon when Chip, you know, when Chip was there. Hell, Oregon right now is still a lot of fun, but they're scoring a bunch of points. They're flashy. Georgia doesn't really need to do that because they play such tough defense. They could win by scoring 20, 21 points. So I don't like laying 18 point numbers or 18 point spreads with them. So I took them in the first half minus 10. I think they come out, you know, they, they go up probably 14 up then 17, three in the first half, kind of take their foot off the gas against LSU. For LSU, this was a good first year. It's going to be a good summer probably recruiting for Brian Kelly, but uh, I think they're going to – I don't think they're beating Georgia this weekend. Well, I'm going to pivot you here a little bit since you wanted to talk about boring. Uh, How much, if any, are you betting on the boring old World Cup? No, I love the World Cup. Um, So – I'm pretty boring where I went with Brazil to win it, and I only got a three-to-one price. I went really chalky because I want a shot to win it. Uh, <laughs> obviously, bet the U.S. I'm going to probably just be chalky, and I, I'm going to have fun, you know, Saturday morning, 9 a.m., and probably bet the U.S. again. I don't know if they have a shot. I like betting totals. You know, you know I kind of like live betting if we get an early goal, which really hasn't been the case here these, mm-hmm. you know, the last couple of days. I like to maybe live bet an under. But I'm really into it. It's just it's tough this year because we're seeing all these upsets. You know, I, I mean, I wish I've just been waking up and betting underdogs. I wish, you know, that I, I just didn't mind throwing money away like that because these plus 400, plus 600 dogs every single morning are cashing. So I'm really into it. Um, I, I, it's my bucket list, actually. I want to go. I'm thinking maybe – I didn't want to go this year. We'll say, we'll, yeah. we'll say that. Smart call. This, this will be the one year I would choose not to go, you guys. But it's definitely on my bucket list. Like, I would rather go to the World Cup – than the Super Bowl, because I love watching football on my couch, on the television, but I would love to go to the World Cup. The atmosphere is great. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Ryan Horvath, our BetQL Network Insider, the host of BetMGM tonight. Uh, in the NFL, there's a line that uh, I that really sticks out to me. I, I like Kansas City, minus 2.5. Uh, they're playing really well right now. In the, uh, we're switching to the NFL, not in the World Cup. Um, <laughs> Kansas City in the World Cup? But I, I'm kind of scared of of Kansas City against the against the spread. One five and one over their last seven games against the spread. But I love that two and a half number against Cincinnati on the road. Uh what do you think of of the Chiefs against a red hot Bengals team? Yeah, the Bengals are hot. I've actually been backing them the last couple of weeks. Like last week against Tennessee, everybody was going to go with the Titans because you thought, hey, the perfect revenge spot. But here's a revenge spot I like better. I mean that's a revenge spot with Ryan Tannehill. Going, and the thing about the Bengals, you think about the Bengals and you think they're going to beat you because they're going to score 35 points because it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. And I know Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon didn't play last week. They're expecting to get Jamar Chase back finally this week. But they're beating teams right now because they're very underrated on the defensive side of the ball. Like last year in the first half, they were a mess. And then in the second half, they just made all the right adjustments. 
And the defensive line, I mean, they're not giving up anything on the on the ground. They just shut down Derrick Henry in that game. We haven't seen him shut down like that in forever. And that's why they're winning these games. But I think you're right. I think this is the, spur- the perfect spot. I bet Kansas City, too. I think this is a good revenge spot because that's who knocked them out in the AFC title game last year. I think this is the best Mahomes has ever been because he doesn't have Tyreek to rely on. He doesn't deep ball it. I feel like Tyreek's great, and, and they're probably going to lose a game, you know, maybe later on in the season, hopefully not in the playoffs if you're a Chiefs fan, because they'll miss that dynamic playmaker in Tyreek Hill. But I love what they brought in with Juju Smith-Schuster, who's pretty much, you know, a wide receiver, tight end hybrid, who could work all the underneath routes with Travis Kelsey, who's playing out of his mind right now. And then MBS, when he actually hangs onto the ball, is a pretty good weapon <laughs> on the outside. So I, I like the Chiefs actually in this spot. And, uh, you know, I know they haven't been great against the number, but that's also because they're always laying crazy numbers. Nine-and-a-half-point yeah, favorite yeah. last week, 15-point favorite. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're getting them anything under a field goal. My rule is Mahomes and Brady under a field goal. I always have to take it. Not so much Brady anymore, but definitely Mahomes. An opportunity here for um, the Jets and Vikings. A Who do you believe in more? The luck of the Vikings and things have kind of gone their way with because their point differential highly hasn't been great. Or do you believe in the Jets and Mike White? Because right now the Vikings are favored uh, by three minus three coming into this. When you look at that line and you look at those teams, what do you take away from this? Is this uh, Vegas holding on a little bit to adjusting to the Jets having a quarterback? Or is there just more belief in the weapons and uh, what the, the Vikings have had going this year? Yeah, this is going to be a great game because I really don't know who I believe in. I believe in the Vikings coming into the season because the NFC North is a dumpster fire. I knew the Packers were going to go through some regression. I don't believe in the Lions. And the Bears are still a couple years away, but I love Justin Fields. And the Vikings with Kevin O'Connell, I mean, everything they did wrong on the offensive side of the ball, they fixed this year. You know, last year they couldn't run the ball. This year, now they run the ball from these wide receivers, three wide receiver, four wide receiver sets, and Delvin Cook. You know, last year, believe it or not, even with Delvin Cook, they were 26, 27th in the league in rushing offense, which was hard to believe. Now, you know, they've opened things up with the passing game with Justin Jefferson. I know Adam Thielen isn't what he used to be, but I love the trade they made. Uh, you know, in bringing in a tight end like Hawkinson was huge. But I worry about Kirk Cousins against good defenses that play this too high shell and they could generate a pass rush. I'm not touching this game. I just want to figure out who's for real here because with the Jets – I think that they could be a Super Bowl contender if they had a quarterback. And Zach Wilson's terrible. Like, imagine if they had traded for Aaron Rodgers. Definitely not Russell Wilson. But, (laughs) you know, if they just had a reliable quarterback, Mike White looks damn good. And last week, granted it wasn't against the best defense in the league, he was pushing the ball down the field. I guess if I had to lean in this game, I would still go Vikings just because of the playmakers. Like, Kirk Cousins just needs to realize sometimes, man, throw the ball up to Justin Jefferson. He's a cheat code, even if he's double-covered. He's going to go up. He's going to catch those 50-50 balls. He just needs to rely on him more. And now with Hawkinson going across the yeah. middle, I guess I would lean Minnesota, but I don't really fully believe in either team yet. I definitely think the Jets are heading in the right direction. I just think they need a quarterback, and they need to uh, punt on the Zach Wilson experiment because that's over. Game that I'm not going to touch, but do you have a feeling either way on uh, the, the Buddy Bowl where we have the two friends, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, uh, playing against one another? You, I mean, this game – it's got the, the, the makings of being an all-timer, but um, I can't get a good feel on, on the betting trends with either of these teams. Yeah, I had to uh, grab the four with Miami. I really like this Miami team. Played their win total, eight and a half. Uh, splashed a little money on them to represent the AFC because I love what I saw from, from Tua, and I've just fallen in love with Mike McDaniel. I think everybody has. He's great. And I love what they do on the offensive side of the ball. I, I mean, you never know what they're going to run. Everything is so tricky. And the only the only thing is, obviously, the one guy who, who knows about Mike McDaniel is Kyle Shanahan. You could say the same thing about the other side. So I think four is just too many points. I think this comes down to it being a field goal game. So whoever the dog was, I was going to take more than a field goal. And I'm just glad that we got over the three because Miami right now looks like the real deal. The only thing is, man, that secondary is terrible. Yeah. They're giving up over 430 yards per game. <laughs> Xavier Howard isn't the player that he used to be. I mean, they're one of the worst defenses in the league, but you hope the pass rush is going to be better. That's why you pick up a guy like Bradley Chubb and you make the trade for him. So uh, I'm with Miami with the points. I think it's going to be a great game. I know it's chalky, but how do you take the under in this game? I'm going to have to take the over, and I keep playing Christian McCaffrey receptions every single week. <laughs> the only worry is there, you know, McDaniel knows how Kyle likes to use his running back, so he might tip off the defense. But 
I like Miami in the over here. Okay. Now, before we let you go, we know that you uh, have have lived in the Midwest. You are a Packers fan. You've covered uh, teams in the Midwest before. I got a question for you though. Have you are you familiar with shinny hockey? Do you know? No. What is that? It's I guess it's pickup hockey. Pick up pickup hockey, and we were playing audio last night from a uh, the Kraken uh, intermission report. Where she she said shinny hockey and it didn't sound like shinny. It sounded it sounded like there were some T's in there. And so we went to uh, somebody who who I mean you've you've been there. So we were taking bets on whether or not you knew who it was or knew what it was. And apparently I lost because I thought you would. <laughs> no 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 no. We used to play like I remember when I was a kid. They came out with the Wayne Gretzky street hockey shoes. Yeah, And even though I wasn't a hockey fan at the time, I was like, I have to have these things. But then Muddy Ducks came out, and everybody was playing hockey. So we played a lot of, like, street hockey. That's more like, I think, Minnesota, Wisconsin. See, I grew up in Chicago, so it's all, like, pickup hoops. Yeah. It's kind of like it's like, like we, were, we cared about the NBA. In fact, growing up, nobody cared about the Blackhawks in Chicago until they jumped on the bandwagon when they started winning cups. Because <laughs> growing up, the owner was so greedy – he wouldn't put the games on television because he wanted everybody to go to the games. So home games, unless the Hawks were on the road, you couldn't watch the games. You had to listen to them on the radio. So he wanted everybody to go to the home games. Nobody cared and went. So nobody even paid attention to the Blackhawks until it was, you know, Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tay. So I didn't get into hockey until a little bit. So I have Mighty Ducks, so probably like nine, ten years old. I mean, there's two there's two Blackhawks jerseys that I've always wanted in my life, and I'm not a hockey fan. One is Clark Griswold's double zero, and then the other oh, yeah. is a uh, Stan Makita jersey, only Ooh. because of Wayne's World, because Makita's Donuts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and Wayne's World, Wayne's World too. Obviously, you know Ed O'Neill uh, <laughs> has has a great little minor role in those movies. But that's what see that's what I grew up on, and we actually got that. Uh, we got that from my uncle last year, the Griswold jersey. Ooh, you, you have to have that. That's yes. a keeper. You, you have that's 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 a must have. And I'm with you. Those are the only Hawks jerseys I would ever buy. <laughs> I I didn't really jump on the bandwagon. It was just a good excuse in college to go out and drink. Not not get a Duncan Keith or a, or a Patrick Kane thrown up on no. the wall. Okay. No, because because that's the thing. Then every you know. Then everybody was just, it was like, okay, you guys didn't care three years ago. And then everybody in Chicago was like, Taser and Kaner and slapping <laughs> high fives. And everybody had the bumper stickers. Bunch of slap shot bros. And, 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 yeah, nobody cares about the Bulls anymore because they haven't been winning since the 90s, winning championships. That's just, that's how it is in Chicago. Uh, love it. Ryan, thank you so much for the time, man. We'll talk to you next week. Feel better, buddy. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks so much. All right, that was Ryan Horvat, the host of BetMGM Tonight and our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider Calls brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, He mentioned his love for Mike McDaniel. We have been effusive in our praise of Mike McDaniel. We love Mike McDaniel. We love little Mike McD. We've got McD audio coming Mm. up. Uh, this man is a treasure, and he's a gift that keeps on giving. And he is the guy every team needs a guy like Mike McDaniel on their sideline. We'll explain it next on The Fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Had uh, Ryan Horvath on our Vexual Network inside the host of Bet MGM tonight. If you missed that interview, check it out. Les Rob Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com. Um, we were talking to him about that Dolphins Niners matchup, and I can't wait. Shanahan McDaniel, that's going to be fun. Two teams playing really good football right now. This is the matchups makes fights mm-hmm. situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, both coaches intimately know what the other one wants to do. Oh, yeah. They're familiar with each other's tendencies. Mm-hmm. You've got unique weapons on both sides of the field. Uh, obviously, the Niners are going to have the better defensive abilities and weapons. But McDaniels is going to go in knowing that. And how he looks to exploit those matchups is going to be the, the more interesting side. Because I, you, you kind of know what Shanahan's going to do. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I just love the fact that we have two teams that are really good and two coaches that know each other and are young and are really damn good. And inside the NFL, they mic'd up Mike McDaniel for their last game, and they put this clip out, and I just couldn't help but think, 
Could Mike McDaniel and Jeff Saturday be any more different if they tried? Perhaps. Clock, 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 clock. Gotta hurry. Gotta hurry up. Everybody's gotta run. Get back and try to spike it, and they do. Nice. Oh, what? He's just sitting there yelling, clock, 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 clock. Oh, it was clock. Clock. Yeah, there's an L in there. Oh, we have two fun with audios on the same same day. Uh-oh. It actually sounded like he said, he looked like, sounded like he said cluck. Cluck, yeah. Yeah, like, like a little chicken on the sideline. The fact that he in he is sitting there and pushing down in this video on the headset into Tua's ear, and he's pushing down that button down because there is a there's a window from when the play clock starts and then it shuts off, and he wants, as soon as that thing turns on... He wants him to get it. He wants his quarterback to know, hey, we're clocking it. We got to get, we got to get there. And so that's the first thing and the only thing that Tua Tua hears. On the flip side of that, Jeff Saturday sat and watched his entire team just monkey butt around as uh, the clock was running under a minute, and there was a third down and three, and they did not snap the ball. That is the difference between a guy who has been preparing himself for this moment to be this coach and to have his guys ready in every way possible. And uh, Jeff Saturday, who is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, which he was covering teams Mm. before this. Yeah. uh, Also, I think there's just lineman vibes there. Yeah. Have you you ever seen the urgency of an offensive lineman? Yes. It's a a different kind of urgency. When you tell them, hey, we got to go, though, they they try they, they try to get going they do they, there's 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 an attempt made oh, but uh, linemen uh, they kind of operate on their own level little level the other part of the inside the NFL that it perked my attention from Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. is every team needs a guy that he kind of diffuses everything and when moments get a little tight or when you see that somebody's tight he knows what buttons to push and. Mike McDaniel has that, especially with with Tua, because this tells you a lot about Mike McDaniel, the person. One, about um, he's a little neurotic. And two, he remembers remembers personal things about his guys and what Mm -hmm. they tell him. I loved this interaction between Mike McDaniel and his quarterback. I woke up, like, at 3, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I... I was thinking about when you randomly hit me up that you're YouTubing me. Yeah. And so then I YouTubed you and heard and saw this Trent Dilfer thing <laughs> showing all this high school from you. Great. And bro, your your technique was trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank yeah. God for Bev. What are you talking about? No, no rhythm, no timing? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? It was cool though because you can see little elements of like your swag. Um, but you were, yeah, you were stressed out. Woo! He is the perfect guy for Tua. He is. Technique was trash. Your technique was trash. He's going back and watching St. Louis High School film that Trenton Dilfer had broken down. He's just like, yeah, man, you you were terrible. <laughs> you were not good. <laughs> who, who was he saying? Thank God for who? I couldn't hear it. Bev. Oh, okay. Bev, um, which is... I'm assuming his personal quarterback coach. Mm. I don't know who Bev is. But every team needs that kind of guy, and it's it's really unique that he's the head coach in this case, that Mike McDaniel is. You need vibes. The the person who can find out which guy that works for, because there's other guys that you go and you try to have that conversation with Tom Brady, and he's oh, not going to have it. God. But with Tua, he he knows who his audience is. And he knows how to diffuse the tension, and you can see that with with Tua as he's playing this year, as opposed to years past. Just how relaxed he looks. I mean, the guy looked at himself in the mirror and like wondered a lot if he was good enough. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, like clearly the guy was depressed uh, on a, on a local front. It was kind of funny. Um, a couple of the media members were, were in the locker room uh, from the Blazers last night, and Greg Brown was back from his G League assignment, and. Say what you want about Greg. Wait, you can take guys and bring them up from the G League. Yeah, no, crazy, huh? Wow. You can use it. Um, but when he was in the locker room, he's just a bouncing ball of energy. Mm. 
and you can just like again like sensing that kind of thing in a locker room is always cool. Like you could just tell, oh, Greg's back, and it just kind of infects the locker room. And I think yeah. with Mike McDaniel's is kind of the same way in the sense of like what he gets his guys and he his For sure. his energy is is infectious. For sure. For sure, it's energy is contagious, man. Energy is contagious, and to be to be that have that guy be your head coach, that's different. It's rare. You don't. There's not across sports. There's not a lot of coaches that have that kind of energy. It's like Mc, Sean McVay has that, mm-hmm. uh, but not he's not. Will Hardy has weird. it in the NBA with the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacques Vaughn actually does too with the Nets. I would say that uh, PJ Fleck definitely that guy. Mm, that's a good one. But the, the interesting part is PJ Fleck's. His will wear thin on you, and you will get sick of it. McDaniel doesn't seem that way because it's, like, genuine, and it's not trying too hard. It's, hey, man, by the way, Tua, I remembered this conversation, so I watched old film on you, and you sucked. And that <laughs> that's not, row the boat, row the boat, no. let's be great, let's be awesome. Um, You know who kind of reminds me of, of McDaniel in a sense, like his mannerisms? Uh, now hearing more of McDaniel's talk, Jed Fish. Yeah. Positivity, just the, the kind of the way he kind yeah. of talks through stuff. Yup, it, 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 which kind of makes me again think that Arizona's got themselves a good one for sure. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. Uh, coming up, hour number three. Uh, the coaching carousel in college football. Where will it end for one Deion Sanders? Um, interesting list of schools that is is popping up for him. But coming up next, uh, the Pac twelve regular season is over. Let's give out some awards. Coach of the year, freshman of the year, offense, defensive players of the year. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.